0: And with Gary Ablett right now, where is this the week that if you're going to get him, you have to get him? Is Gaz just too much... Is there too much caution with the Gary Ablett pickup that he will... Because we've said it all year. We've said it that he will miss games because he will get rested later in the year. Gary Ablett looked absolutely amazing on the weekend. I cannot find the way to pick him. He would be a luxury kind of last spot upgrade. I'm running low on trades and I'm not going to finish my team with a the shitload of trades left. So I'm so scared of Gary Ablett. But there's a lot of people out there that are very, very confident especially those that are high up in the rankings. Like right now, if you're in the top 1,000, could Gary Ablett be your answer to climbing higher? Bons, we'll start with you.
1: Um, could he be the answer? Yeah, he could be. Um, but could he also be the reason you slip out to about six, seven, eight thousand? 8,000? Yeah, that's also the answer. This is, this is a, certainly a risk um, in his body. And I said it in pre-season. I said it a few weeks ago when we, when we did, you know, name, name your pod midfielders and all that sort of stuff. I've been, always been big on Gabler in terms of his average. Now he's averaging 107, um, and I anticipate that 107 to continually climb. It's just a matter of whether his body is going to hold up or not. You, you're not, not going to buy him cheaper than this this year. Um, he's got the – I think the thing is he's got the buy next week, and you probably don't want to be bringing him in for that buy. So just go and let him play and just see what happens following that because, look, the reality is, is that you bring him in this week, yeah, you'll probably pump out a good score. Yeah, he'll price increase a little bit. Not that that should make a difference anyway, because you'll have him. But um, the problem's going to be coming off the buy, whether he can then string the eight or nine games together following that. That's that will be required not only to get you to a final series but win one. Um, I think the risk is too great to buy this late or this early in the season. And Ablett would be someone I'd be looking to probably the first week of finals um, as as a bit of a point of difference.
0: Uh, just before we get your take on it, Brett, I'm going to ask a question, do we see him playing every game here to the back end of the season? Bombs?
2: No. Brett? No.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I don't think he can play every game. He's a beautiful option if somehow you can get him at um, M- M9. M9 at the end of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: But a lot of people went and got Rockley for that purpose. So.
0: Yep. Mm. Brett?
2: Um, I think it's very situational. I think if you are going for overall and you're a little bit behind, doing the same thing as everybody else is obviously not going to make up the ground you need. Just taking a punt on an Ablet could be what gets you there, but I'd much rather have him say, when you get to the finals, as bonfer said, and maybe you have a, I don't know, a player everyone's got to go down. They say like Dangerfield Dusty. Does, or Dusty does his hamstring or Fife does his hammy or something like that, and you've um, you've got your four trades left thereabouts and finals are starting. I think that's when you bring Ablet in. He's, he's? I don't want to be trusting him and banking on him to last 10 weeks, but four weeks, I'm, I'm comfortable with that.
0: See, I think that's almost one of the bigger worries. I think he'll miss towards the back end of the year, leading into finals.
1: I don't think so. They've got the buy-in between the finals. He can't have that many games off in straight a row. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, look, if I was looking at anyone right now for my last upgrade target, if I didn't have them, mine would be Josh Kelly. And that's ahead that's of grey. That's... Right now, I think, between now and the back end of the season, um, from these upcoming wings, I think Josh Kelly will be the highest-ranked midfielder, average-wise.
2: Yeah, well, we said last week, if he scores 100 this week, we'll be getting him after his bye. So, he more than did that. I already um, had yeah, him. I'm absolutely so getting him.
0: Yeah, I hailed yeah. him that whole time. Um, but what I've seen in that output, it's just, <laughs> it, he's just a crazy good footballer. And the more games he gets into his body, I just I'm that confident that I, I honestly think he'll be the highest ranking average player from here on in. He's so good, and that's ahead of McRae. That's ahead of Dangerfield, yeah, ahead of okay. Tom Mitchell. Um, but my I've already got Kelly, so my last upgrade will be Jackson McRae. Bombs, do you want to come chime in on this? Because you weren't adamant on Kelly last week. If you change your tune at all.
1: Uh, no, look, I, I personally won't touch him because I'm going to get McRae to fill my last midfield spot. Does the 146 change things? Not, not a great deal. He was only playing Gold Coast. Um, I'd like to see what he does in the, in the couple of weeks following his body. Um, but look, he, he showed last year that he was consistent. He's played six games this year with a low score of 91. Um, there's three tons in that six. He's, he's got a ceiling, so it's not the worst thing you could do. He, he would be a bit of a pod. And when you consider that a lot of teams are running players like Crouch, Dusty Martin um, and these types who aren't setting the world on fire, Callie all of a sudden seems a, a lot more, uh, you know, better midfield option than, than they do in Supercoach teams. I think.
0: Yeah, obviously you can't get him this week because he's got his buy coming up. But yeah. I just think if you if you're considering something, you know, if you were considering a midfield upgrade this week or you can upgrade another line, I think I think one of the most logical thing is, you know, I don't think. McRae's worth it at seven hundred thousand. We'll talk about that in one second. But I think that Cali next week just offers that much of value up, you'd be better off fixing upgrading another line and then grabbing Cali coming out of into next week. That's where I sit on the debate anyway. That's I would definitely be doing that. If I had seven midfields, didn't have McRae and didn't have Cali, I'd be upgrading another line this week and I'd be grabbing Cali next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, in saying that I mean McRae how can you uh, how can you argue with a player that's in that crazy good form I mean what's he had one score under 100 if that yeah. Probably should, yeah yeah one score not under not 100 yet, yeah. yeah some his ceiling is huge he's a contested beast priced at 703k with a break even at 219 so you can't get him now I mean I've planned my whole buy rounds from here about getting him in either probably not even next week probably the week after um We're still doing upgrades, so that's where I'm planning right now. Is there any way that someone could go pick him up for seven hundred and three k, Brett?
2: Yeah, well, I think if you've got the money and it's not an issue, then sure thing. But I'd definitely much rather be waiting one week and getting him when he's sixty k cheaper.
1: He's got Port and then North Melbourne in the next two. So. Hypothetically, you know, you you always talk about poor bullying midfielders.
2: Yeah, well, I'm you know, not getting sir. So.
1: He gets bullied this week and two fifteen. You don't buy him on two fifteen break even. The week after he gets Jacobs, Jacobs does a number on him. All of a sudden, he's gone into around fifteen versus the Cats with a relatively high break even there as well. Like,
2: but then if he if he goes and scores seventy next week, you're going to wait another three weeks for his price to drop. But you or know he what? Just...
1: He's, hypothetically, he scores seventy next week. You may not even want him to finish your midfield.
2: Exactly, I don't want him to finish on midfield, so that's where I'm at. But if I you're getting him, and it's a no-brainer,
0: I think Jacobs well, is going to Bontempelli that week anyway. Yeah, um, I agree. But I, I look, I still, it's, it's against the argument. I don't think you can pay 703k for him. No, I think you. Wait. Because I
2: don't
0: that's, think there is. Any... That's probably an extra anywhere between 50 to 100k that you're missing out from the rest of your team.
1: I don't think there is one player in the AFL right now or in terms of super coaches, worth seven hundred thousand. Grundy. Not one. Grundy. Uh, I don't I don't even think Grundy's worth seven hundred thousand.
2: I do? Clear number one right oh,
1: now. I, I wouldn't pay seven hundred thousand for him.
2: I would if I could, but I can't, so <laughs> 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 it
0: doesn't pick him up for six hundred things because only wants to, to pay seven hundred. Yeah, exclusive. So smart, so smart. If I can have it, I don't want it, you know? Yeah. What about uh, what about the poor boys, fellas? Wines, Westhoff, Gray, Wingard, Rocklift. there's some names. Uh, Wingard's midfield minutes. We're back up on the weekend. Any way we see that staying? No.
1: No, I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't be touching Wingard.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people that are thinking about him. He's got the mid-forward swing, 375k. Let's.
1: He's see. a handy M9 slash F7, so... Say you bring in O'Hearn uh, into your forward line, you put Wingard on your midfield bench, you'll be handy through the buys and you can kind of loophole that score to the back end of the year, but I just don't think it's worth doing the trade at all and just wouldn't waste my time, money, or trades doing it. <laughs> I'd
2: yeah. rather get the going.
0: I'm the same. Um, so that's a big no from all of us for Wingard? Big Correct. no. Rockliffe?
2: No. No. Still no.
0: He did what did he score in the weekend? 99? Was that? Yeah, he
1: did, yeah, something like I can't that. And, yeah, tell I, you seen, what, I seen someone the,
0: gloating about that ninety nine, and I was stunned.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I, he scored exactly hundred, so he must have been scaled up. Oh, but um, there you go. the <laughs> the funny thing after this game was I was listening to Kane Corns on SCN like directly after the game, and all Kane Corns was talk about was how great Rockliff's kicking skills were. Now I don't know if you saw the game. But um, a bloke who has that many kicks, if his kicking skills are that good, he's not only scoring 100 supercoach points. And I think there was one key turnover, I think, in the, in the last quarter as well, where he missed a 20-meter minute twenty minute kick in the middle of the ground. It was absolutely absurd.
0: Rocklesss never been a good kick. We always picked him because oh, he was a contested beast. Numbers. And, and that's not there anymore. So Port's got too many of them. Um, is Ollie Wines a contender at all? He's sub 500k. Just don't think.
1: Not, not, any not ring. for a midfield spot. No,
2: certainly not. If you're desperate, absolutely desperate, and you got no money, and you've butchered your team, yeah, still, there's, still, there's still can't see a way. You really could spend
0: possible. an extra sixty k and grab Josh Kelly too. Yeah. So I'm there. Uh, oh, it's four seventy. Yeah. That nah. leaves us to the last two: Westhoff and Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray yeah. still pickable.
1: Yeah, I not think so. Eh? Yeah. Uh, nice run. Nice run home. A lot of games at um Adelaide Oval. I think he's going to be kicking a lot of goals. And I think the entire second half, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there
0: was a centre
1: bounce that he didn't attend.
2: I saw he played the whole third quarter in the midfield, but I didn't really track the whole game.
0: Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. What about Big West Off, boys? Bombs, you had the early Crow again on the weekend?
1: Yeah, I went and grabbed him, was going off my absolute rocket after that incredible uh, first half, particularly that you
2: stop with going uh, early.
1: second quarter. I've just got to shut my mouth and wait for <laughs> the end of the game and then then go off my rocket. So, lesson has been learned, and I will do that moving forward. But two weeks in a row, Westhoff has died in the second half but managed to put up relatively respectable scores. So... <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm still quite content with my uh, Westhoff pick. Um, and, and like I said, easy draw in the back end. A lot of games at Adelaide, Oval. So, yeah, I'm more than happy with, with him moving forward.
0: I was actually shocked his score was so low with like the output he actually had.
1: Well, it was it was the change in game plan from them. Like, they went from this attacking team, particularly in that second quarter when they absolutely lit it up, a lot of handballs, you know, a lot of link-up players, and he was involved in everything, to this sideways-kicking-down-the-line bullshit. And Westhoff just isn't you know, take a mark inside, you know, ten players, uh, type of player. He's someone who gets involved in chains. Um so yeah, look, it was just it was pathetic the the game style change. Um and and that I think is what really ruined his second half school in the weekend.
0: Uh Gray versus westoff Who are you taking?
2: Gray. Westhoff <sighs>
0: I should have put another player's name in there, so I just could have set, set on the fence somewhere. <laughs> Come on, um. Well,
1: you've got Gray and you don't have Weston.
0: Yeah, Robbie Gray. Right. Yeah. Robbie Gray. That's within my mind, hoping that midfield minutes are going to tick up. But I hate saying that, hoping. I hate playing this game on hope. It's just shit.
1: Don't we, we all just hope? We I hope mean, we pick the right player. We hope we make the right nah, move. I
0: just pick the right player. Um... <laughs> I was gonna say Rockle- I was gonna say I hope Rockcliffe goes down, but that's a bloody horrible thing to say. Yeah, um, don't it was, do it.
2: He's, he's a good
0: boy. Yeah, he's a good man. Yeah, Rocky goes down. I think that fixes my bad grey woes. But that's a story for another day. Boys, this is a common question that's coming through this week. It's Gaffy Kerno for that upgrade spot. I'm gonna add another one in there. I'm gonna add Bont and Pally in there right now. So Gaff Kerno oh. Bont. Right now. have you seen Bont's last four scores? would not care less. Yeah, exactly. Just because you hate him. Hey, <laughs> um, up right. right now, if you could take Jack Billings' 53 disposals last weekend or Pelly's no game last weekend, what would you be taking?
1: 53 touches, clearly. 53
0: oh. touches. So Billings better than Bont, bombs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I would have thought so. Just and off I mean, last weekend well?
1: You're only your last game. So. That's right. When was the last time? Bond had 53 touches. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have thought he's ever done that.
0: This is absolutely going to trigger a lot of people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bond, plays, Bond plays one good season and wins a grand final. All of a sudden, he's better than Billings. So yeah. Let's get it That's together, right.
0: boys. That's right. Uh, on, there though. we go. Gaff v. Kerno v. Bond. Um, I want pros and cons and absolutely everything he can throw out there. Um, we'll start. We'll go through individually talking, and then we'll rank them 3-2-1. Start with Kerno Bond's. You're the Carlton man.
1: Yeah, sure. So so Kerno is going to look, as much as they say Cripps will hold up midfield together. He's got a lot more experience, Kerno. He plays more midfield minutes because that's the only position he can play on the ground. Whereas Cripps likes to, you know, go around the ground, take, you know, big marks, spend a bit of time up forward as he's done this year. So um look I look I like Ed Kerno, he's just really consistent in getting over thirty touches, you know, really consistent in laying, you know, seven to eight tackles kind of a game and if I'm not mistaken he's I think now the second highest tackler in the league behind Devin Smith because Devin Smith had a run where he had about 40 tackles in three weeks um, and Kerner's also had the buy. whereas Devin Smith hasn't so what you get in his contested numbers yes he does get a lot of hat kicks forward and, and that sort of stuff but he gets involved he gets contested possessions um, and, he, and he tackles a hell of a lot as well he actually marks a lot as well for a player like he loves a little sideways kick as well so um, yeah, would I really want it? Probably not. But is he the worst thing you can do? Certainly not.
0: Prep.
2: Um Kurnow's pretty solid, but he does miss games. Um, he likes to, you know, make incidental contact with umpires and get a little injury here and there. So he he does like to miss a game or two here. But um, yeah, he's been a pretty consistent beast. Or well, yeah, like Bob said, can only play midfield. Doesn't have the um, the X factor to go and kick a bag in the forward line. So. Um, he's a safe-ish pick, but at 569k, I would not be getting him ahead of others.
0: Yeah, see, I don't. I'm not as sold on like I don't. I know, not saying you're sold on Kerno. I just don't think it's there. Um, look, can I see him averaging a hundred? What's he averaging right now? What is it?
2: 114.
0: I, I can't, That can't stay there. That's that's coming down. Um, why not? I just don't think he's he's got that in him. I honestly don't. I, yeah, I think, but
1: he's see, he's ultra consistent. I think. I think he's ultra consistent. But I think, I think he's,
0: I think, is, I think he's, he's good. like. I think he's a consistent player. And I think he's a perfect player for the draft leagues. But I don't think there's gonna be enough of those higher scores. And when I'm comparing him to these these names in front of me, like right now, I like Gaff's pure consistent numbers. Like Gaff is so much like a. McRae when it comes to that just consistent score you're going to get more contested ball with Kerno though so that's something there that I think can always come up he's going to tackle he's going to do those things I just think there's a little bit more 80s in those games as well and you can't fault that I mean he's done what's his last score for the 86 he's done nothing wrong um but I'm just I don't think he can keep up with 115 average from here on in I don't think and I don't think he becomes a top 8 or a top 10 um midfielder. So that's just where I sit with Kerno. Obviously, you know, you're a little bit more bullish than him, than I am with him and he's only owned in 2% of teams. So 4,500, uh, 4,000 teams own him. That's it. If you get this right, this could leapfrog you up the ladder. 100%. I um, prefer
2: picking Kerno to Ablett.
0: because of the safety net.
2: Safety net. I think and he's going to average buy. somewhere in the ballpark. Yep. yep. I Just take prefer the pick altogether.
0: Yeah. See, the one I like is I like I mean, I love Gaff. I had a look at Gaff as well. Those numbers are just super, super consistent. Um, I'll get them up right now, because they're going through it today. It's just one straight line. I mean, last week he had the 85, which was... uh, Not last week, the week before, because he didn't play last week, um, which was kind of not Gaff kind of numbers. Before that, what, he dropped under 100 once, and that was in round one. Um, and I think he can get enough ball to go those 120s, but I think you're going you're gonna to get the 105 to 110 weekly. I love that consistency. Um, I much prefer Gaff over Kerno. There are going to be those games where it's going to be 140. There are going to be those games probably when it's going to be in the 90s. Um, but yeah, you, re- you do you think we're just splitting hairs here between the two, or is one clearly better than the other?
2: I think they're all going to score about the same, and I think Gaff's... The biggest guarantee to play twenty-two games, so I think that's where they're separated. Bredda. Yeah. Uh, bon, sorry. Yeah, that that was Bretta mate. But I'm sitting with Bredda.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Bons and Pally in this discussion. Yeah, go on, had up, discussion. Yeah. We're up and have a look at the
1: discussion. moving from
0: the discussion. Yeah, see, I think if he goes plays pure guts, it's going to be a really, really left field one that could uh, shoot you up. He but... won't.
2: He won't, though. That's the thing. And he's got Jacobs in two weeks.
0: Yeah, these are his last five scores. 145, 132, 120,
2: 47, 128. And that's what you get. You get big boy scores, and then you get crap ones that cost you wins. That right. 47, you go against Gaff, and he goes 110. There's your week lost.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. 123, how are you rating them?
2: Gaff, Kerno, Bond. Same
0: one. Uh Gaff, Bond, Kurnow. So. As
2: yeah. you said, splitting hairs a little yeah. bit, but...
0: You two are Bond haters, so that's probably why.
2: No, uh, Bond's good.
0: Yeah. Aye.
2: I like to be objective.
0: J- <laughs> JJ- JJK, 397K. No darling. Nah. Only two scores over 100. Break even of 40. Any chance? No,
2: nah, don't do it to yourself. <laughs> no, nah, wouldn't bother.
0: I think you're gonna to get too many fifties in there along the way. Um uh if you don't have Yo or Simpson, are these kind of almost must have picks this week along the lines with McLean? Yep. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Precisely. Yo especially.
0: Yo, 521k, break-even of 146, he had a previous score of 70. McLean, 538k, he's a forward, uh, last score of 63, so a break-even of 142. Simo, 495k, break-even of 78. That's the one that I like this week. If you don't have all three, he'd be the one, you know, with DPP swings, I think, that offers probably the most value. Not necessarily the highest score for the week, but the most value. Um, but are these the three must-haves right now from both teams, considering McRae is priced at 700k?
2: That is correct. Yeah, this week with everything considered, they're the three most important upgrades. Okay, so like that's assuming that everybody has all the obvious picks that we've got, because we kind of.
1: There's not many other obvious picks from those teams,
0: though. No, so I think I think that's it. I don't. I think if you're missing one of those three. This is the week you go get them. Yep. Yeah. Two of three. Three of three, you'd have to have a big war chest sitting there. But I just think mm-hmm. they offer that much value that, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty good options to go with.
1: Well, I'm getting two of them this week.
0: I'm getting oh, two of them as well.
2: all three.
0: I'm getting Yo and Simpson. Are you getting Simpson and McLean, bombs? yeah,
1: That's correct. I've already got Yo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, see, so that was my plan. I passed on Yo and Simpson for a long time, and always had plans to get them after here. Um, let's talk about the players that I think are not almost untradable, but just those play those rookie players that are just giving up that much value, um, and why or why not you would not trade them. So Fritsch is one for me, Bailey Fritsch. Scored 85 on the weekend, he was sitting at on 8 at quarter time, uh, 416k with a break even at 56. Now, Bontz, correct me if I'm wrong, are you trading him this week?
1: Yeah, that's correct, because I, I need McLean, I feel like McLean is a must, so I'm going to move yeah. into to McLean.
0: So, um, I'm glad you said that, because the only reason, the only way I can really see you trading him is if... It is an option like that. It's like it's an absolute like you are missing one of the must-have players, and that's where you go. I I'm not really big on condoning a Fritsch to a Gray or a Fritsch to a Westhoff, um, unless it's seriously going to help you with next week and this week. But I, I just think Fritch is one of those players that could be the last one that needs to be upgraded. When he goes behind the ball, he does that much with it. He's just it's just correlating to points. So. If you can get a full squad this week and still hold fridge, then I think that's almost the way to go.
1: Yeah, sounds about right.
0: Yeah. So, what about Gwelfy? He's got two ninety. Brett, you want to weigh in on the fridge debate?
2: I'm holding Fritsch yeah. as long as I possibly can. Until he drops a 40 or a 50, I'm going to hold him. If that's the whole year and he keeps dropping 80 to 100, and what's he scored last week? 111. He keeps hitting that mark, which he looks like he's doing. I'm holding him the whole year.
0: And that's that's my plan, to use him as long as I can to be that F6 spot. I mean, if I can keep snagging wins and, and kicking Fritsch along with it, it'll be so helpful when you come to finals and then you've got that trade there, and then you can upgrade Fritsch because then you can decide, all right, who is that sixth midfield? Uh, who is that sixth forward line player? So I think that he offers huge value there. Guelphy playing in the guts right now is one that's very similar that oh, I can't see how you can trade him this week. Break even of 29, scored 73 last week, 293k. Um you boys both got Guelph?
2: Yeah. I do, but I'm trading him. That's the one I have to move.
0: Okay. And you holding Bombs? Yeah, definitely
1: yeah, so definitely you know, hold.
0: Sort of, yeah, and I'm holding both of them. I think coming out of next week, I think they're just great. This value. I don't think they've maxed out. I mean, Fritsch is very close to it, but his scores are too good to pass up on. Uh, Guelphie definitely hasn't maxed out. He could definitely do a Fritch. Fritsch. His midfield minutes are just through the roof, so um, they're ones that I, I can't see going. Holman's an interesting one too because he had a pretty crappy game on the weekend, still dropped 57, but we've got him for the two buy rounds. What are the scenarios where you would trade Holman, Bretter?
2: If I was going up to a premium who was playing the next two buy rounds, that's the only way I'd do it. So so if you're gonna get the player in any way and yeah.
0: So if you were going earlier on McCray or going Crips or someone like that.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly, up
0: Brett? Bombs? Yeah,
1: so, so for, uh, I'm sick and tired of you calling me Brett because it's actually getting offensive to be no, honest. Should we on it? Um, Should be on it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so with Holman's so I'll tell you I'll tell you the situation in which I trade him. I will look to actually potentially move him on on the basis of this i could potentially do the trades i want to do by moving Holman on and keeping fritch but it means that instead of having 19 play this week i may just have 18 instead um which is a pretty sneaky advantage and and i mean the way that would all work out i could still get mclean i could just get him in the midfield as opposed to in the forward line And it means that moving forward, I'll have friction filled over Holman, which seems like the logical thing to do. So um, that's something that I I will look to do um, and and seriously consider it, just depending on, like, it's, you just got to, I've got to spend an extra 50K essentially to make that happen. It's just a matter of whether I want that money sitting in the bank to deal with another issue that I feel I have or not. Um, But that's probably the only way in which I can probably um, trade Holman, I think, at this stage. Otherwise, I think it's too valuable through the
0: buys. I really like that, and from hearing it early, that's 100% what I'd be doing. If I had 19, and it meant keeping Fritch next week over Holman, I'd be going with that. Mm. Um, if I could, but yeah, I mean, we'll get it when we talk to trades, but for instance, this week, I'm going to moving LDU over Spargo, simply because it's an extra number next week. Um, mm. And that's, you know, potentially 40k that I'm missing out on, but I've got a lot of money there, so... Um, yeah, shit happens. Cripper, boys, for those who don't have Cripper, is there can someone who's looking to finish their midfield in this week bring him in? Or is he, are we just too worried about that body, that young frame? We spoke about it a lot last week. Bombs?
1: Yeah, certainly worried um, whether the body holds up. I don't think it's due to the workload. I think it's more just due to the fact that he's been consistently injured throughout his career. Um, but, look, if the question is, is he still a good upgrade option, I think the answer to that is yes. He's coming off a bye. He looked banged up going into the bye. Um... The worry would be, though, that if he got that banged up in the first 10, what does it look like when it comes to finals time? Is he going to be able to hold up and score uh, in finals? Um, you know, is Carlton really just going to throw in the towel uh, in the last three games and put him on ice and save him for next year? That's that's the sort of stuff you have to, to weigh up on your mind. Um, it, it depends who your other options are. Um, me personally, I've got the option, obviously, to still go to Crips because I don't have him, um, but I will I will pass up on that. Um, and, and not get him to add to my midfield.
0: Right now, for me, I think Cripps is just as much of a worry than um, Ablett is to miss a game.
1: I think that's a bit extreme, though. I think he's less of a chance.
0: I just think everything that you explained is reason as to why they would they would sit Cripps out towards the end of the year. Just give him an extra rest, go rest him forward, just things like that. Yeah.
1: Yep. In saying that, I I'm think sorry. the likelihood of that happening is not likely Because all Bolton seems to ever talk about this after every game Is about how all he wants is for players to get to know each other out in the field So he's going to field Crips at every possible outing So that way the team can hopefully build some chemistry That's moving forward He can take
0: them to busy kids after they've played their game and
2: bomb. That's <laughs> a good <laughs> idea Team bonding, it's important yeah, exactly. uh, Bretta,
0: <laughs> thoughts on Crips?
2: Um, I guess when we saw him looking like the Michelin Man the other week, it kind of made it um, not ideal to be bringing him in on the back of that. I think he's going to get sore. I think he's going to play games where he's hurt, and in those games, the team's going to suffer. And I think he's more expensive than a lot of really, really, really viable midfielders.
0: Yeah, he's five sixty nine, and he's still got um, the one
2: ninety four. One ninety five. Thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so not ideal to bring him in this week.
0: I don't think so at all. Uh, What trades are we looking at making early, boys?
1: Um, So, for me, it's um, Spargo down to Gyro via a bit of DPP, um, one of Holman um, or Fritch up to McLean, and via DPP again, um, Brayshaw from the Dockers over to Cade Simpson. Brenner?
2: McLean and Westhoff in, and I'm still... There's a lot of things you can do with who I'm going to take you yeah. out But yeah, there's plenty of options
0: uh, I'm looking at Probably Aldi uh Lockie Murphy up to Simpson And right now At this current time, there's potential for Hibbard to go to uh, Elliot Yo this week He's Horse uh, corrections
2: everywhere That's Yeah, good.
0: he's killing me So Just fixing that up will benefit me next week and, yeah, moving forward. You boys ready for some questions?
1: Let's get them up. <laughs>
0: uh, Abel Grant, Stable Abel. Stable uh, It's actually at Irrepressible able over here. Uh, best Ooh. rookie options this week. Is Gyro just the most outstanding rookie option we've got?
1: Yep, Gyro and Gyro only.
2: Yep, agreed.
0: Um, Top three or five options coming off the buy for each line. I think that's a little bit excessive. We kind of spoke about this, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, three is a bit much, isn't
2: it? Yo uh, and Simpson, defence.
1: Yeah, Yo, Houston Simpson, medal. Hearn. I think they're one, two, three. Yeah. yep. In that order, probably. Um, midfield, you know, like it's... Look, it's hard because the midfielders, like, Crips and McRae have such a high break even, so <laughs> probably no one in the midfield. Maybe Gaff then goes to number one. Tom Mitchell, if you don't have. Not sold on that. Oh, Tom Mitchell, yeah, if you don't have, yeah. I forgot about these Hawthorne guys. Sicily, um, as well, in defence, but Sicily up forward, too. Um there's not much else going on up front apart from Sicily I don't think and McLean obviously but
0: yeah,
2: that's McLean it.
1: Sicily but that's about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Has anyone had a look at Gunston at all?
2: No, no, no,
1: you know, the last time I had Gunston in my team I was a, I was a premiership player that year. Oh,
0: could be no, so... nah, they're just <laughs> I mean, they're just all in the nineties. I think there was one bad round in there, but I mean I w I don't think I'm getting him, but I was actually yeah. shocked by that today. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, uh, what are the chances of Tim Smith and Ridley returning in round 14? This affects uh, the decision on trades this week involving a round 14 by player.
1: I think Ridley's almost no chance with the performance Redmond had, to be honest. Um, and Smith, well, Pedersen really stunk it up. So I'd say Smith was a higher chance to come back over Ridley.
0: Yeah, agree. Brent, yeah. anything? Agree.
2: Not really. Not really. Both massive chances, but Smith more than Ridley.
0: Yeah. 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 I strongly agree with that. um <laughs> Davies underscore Daryl. Why does Supercoach hate me? Anyone got an answer for Daryl?
2: Because he plays. Um, That's all you got to yeah. do. I would love to
0: speak to anyone out there if they exist who was an avid Supercoach player last year and gave the game away. <laughs> 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 just,
1: just done a hodge retired through the year,
2: <laughs> and then just made a comeback tour the year Tom after. Tom Rockliffe would have been a key point to that too. Yeah,
0: I, sure. I just want to know, like, if there's just anyone who feels better from not playing sober, Super Coach this year.
1: <laughs> what would they be listening to this? Like,
0: oh, uh, well, maybe someone knows of someone. I don't know. It doesn't uh, have to necessarily be a listener. Um, or just the like, you
2: know. Yeah, bombs. Bombs not thinking outside the box again. Just. <laughs>
0: Uh, at Ario 81 is Will Brady an option to trade in more so for cover for the rest of the year, not just for buy rounds. I think your team. This is who get... will Brody, no. I think you would have to have a fair few midfield that, midfielders that aren't playing. I like Will Brady.
1: They may be saying this due to the fact that five suspension Martin, you know, uh, if an injury, if you, if you want to call it that, but yeah, no, would thought that they're just straight back in.
0: On the side note, I backed Will Brady from that rising star at the start of the year, so I need him to fly home.
1: Please gamble responsible. Exactly.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't. That probably wasn't a responsible bet, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Hudson has got Roy thoughts on bringing Midgard as an F7 M9. He's buy free, yes, it... only 375k. DPP and seems to have a role change.
2: Yeah, that's,
1: that's the one I like. Only as, you know, M9, F7, swing... Um, only if it doesn't cost you two trades. I like it if it only costs you one trade to get that swing. Um, but, yeah, no, I w- wouldn't be, you know, moving heaven and earth to make it happen.
2: Freda? Don't like it. Don't do it.
0: That's just, yeah. Uh, don't at Stevie underscore George, McRae, Oliver, Cripps, Kerno or Cornelio in my last spot in my midfield. So I'm assuming post-buy Oliver.
1: Yeah, Oliver's the only name that's stood out there. Yep.
0: I me. Mean.
1: Oliver. What about McRae? Oliver. Ball. Oh, the break-even, I'd prefer Oliver for an extra, you know, 150 in the bank right now.
0: Just depends how long you're waiting. I think still McCrae's the best one there, but I've got Clary as well. Um, if you don't have Callie too, I think Callie's... Um, yeah, really go. go. Um, at Pacho, I really need to get me in McCrae. But he's going down 50k over the next two weeks. One more spot in midfield. Is it worth paying overs? Need to bring in someone off the buys. Gaff an option.
1: Um, I'd rather gaff than pay overs for McRae, to be honest.
2: If you got the money, just get McCray. If it's not going to affect other trades. I
0: it. would rather wait and get McCray. I And I don't... I don't really see the need of everyone's super urgency to finish that midfield spot off now. That's right. I think, you
1: Particularly if you can run, particularly if you can move one of these like I'm thinking of doing, if you can move a Heaney to your midfield or a Westhoff to your midfield or something like that and hold Fritch and just, just let Fritch do his thing and then move Fritch on to McRae once the break-evens kind of line up and then swing your Heaney back forward or whatever it is. That That's the ultimate that's, and think.
0: like <sighs> a Hearn's floating around, like looping a Hearn with a, um,
1: with a Fritz. That's yeah, that's more than okay. Or yeah. or with a Phillips or a Holman or, you know, whoever it might be. Um, I I think that's a okay. I think Just, you can get by.
0: I think the most comfortable thing is is read your midfield out. Like read those names out, and then at the end, like read out Gaff, and then reread the midfield names out, and then read them out with McRae. Um. And, and weigh it up. Like, what do you have to do? Wait three weeks. You've got those players there. Like, I just think, unless you're playing for... Unless you're in the top 1K right now and you have to go get points, I think waiting for McRae makes so much more sense than compromising on Gaff.
1: In fairness, you're probably not in the one in the top 1K if you haven't had McCray all you?
0: I know someone who is.
1: Wow. That, that is an incredibly strong team everywhere. And,
0: and Hald Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Crazy, nailed everything though. Um, yeah, uh, this is a question I think for you, brother, at Adam Sorrenti. When does Alan Richardson get sacked?
2: Tomorrow. <laughs> Billings. Billings will come in and he'll have six disposals again against Gold Coast, and just yeah, he'll yeah. Get probably get dropped again and have fifty. And yeah, I think I think Richardson's time's numbered. Mark Robinson posted it, so you know it's a fact. Yeah. Well, he could be sacked. if
0: Gold
1: Coast
2: beat coach. them, but. Jillings <laughs> player coaches possibility. I'd rather that.
1: If Gold Coast beat them by eight to ten goals on the weekend, he's gone. There's no way he can survive that. Absolutely no way. Even with the president, what was it, three weeks ago, saying that he still believes this is a list that's got potential for top four. Yeah, he was taking the piss, though. Like, he was being
2: dead serious.
0: Nah, he's probably out yeah, a laugh. Man. He probably went home and had a laugh after saying.
2: This <laughs> guy's so playing so many people out of position, it's not funny. Yeah, it's bizarre.
0: All right, Brett, well, why don't you go coach?
2: Mate, I would have done that, and Billings would be killing it, and Supercoach too, and everybody would be happy for it. And we probably would have won more than how many games they won?
1: Like one or two? One, one and a draw. And I'll tell you what, the press conferences would be more entertaining if he wasn't there either, because he's got to be in the worst three coaches to watch for a press conference. He's just oh. so boring.
2: Two weeks ago, I'm really proud of Jack Billings. He's uh he's really really turned corner yeah. this week, <laughs> we and spoke uh about that. He'll, he'll, he'll be he'll be playing two next week. Let's uh <laughs> let's just make that before before everybody we he's turned a corner. Yes.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine how many lies would be on there? Like there'd be more lies than GWS uh-huh. uh-huh. to take over as the <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm honest, full It'd truth, truth. the truth. Yeah, look, Toby Green's cooked. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest, boys. He's not coming back all year. know. <laughs> he's got him trading out. Wasn't
0: Toby Green meant to be a one to two when they first announced it? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine that. Oh, he was—he
2: was due he was back in two weeks, eight weeks ago. So I don't know how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we are no chance uh, this year because none of our players <laughs> can actually get on the park. Um, Josh, Josh
2: Kelly, one, one week. Oh, uh, yeah, nah, you, that's wrong. It's—it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a while. <laughs>
0: this. everyone asks serious questions we give it about a 30 second response this guy asks when does Alan Richardson get sacked (laughs) (laughs) we go crazy Uh, pull up pull up at Julian and easy what do we do with Nank hold slash trading cruiser or or Nank I don't know if you can trade Nank for Nank so I think there's a spelling error Uh, or no sorry apologies or Nank slash wait for Grundy well, it would make sense to go Nank this week, and then if you want to trade him, then go to Grundy next week, wouldn't it? I think that makes a lot more sense.
2: I'm so confused at what's going on.
1: Yeah, why would you trade Grundy, who's got the buy this week? No, no, no. So 10, he's, trading,
0: he's trading Nank to Cruiser this week so he doesn't miss someone for the buy, or wait and play Nank this week and trade Nank to Grundy next week. Yeah, Just get second option. I wait would 100% get, 100% get Grundy. I probably wouldn't really look at trading Nank until I knew my team was finished, though.
1: It's a, a no-brainer. I probably wouldn't trade Nank as well until my team was finished, too. Yeah.
0: It's more of a luxury trade than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Uh, Brian Lye, uh, Wingard, 18 center according to Fantasy Freako. Stupid or go for it? Uh,
1: Stupid, if I have to pick one of those.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too great. All right, jump across to Facebook. Um, uh, Scotty Warwick, Bombs, favourite question of the week. Hat codes, please.
1: Hat codes, please, yep. Uh, GCW, capital F, 047... Hashtag dollar sign X mark, F24. Nailed
0: it. Uh, your Xbox controller in. Anthony Morris, <laughs> is Mason Cox the r- real deal?
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that question the real deal? Okay. Jesus.
1: Is Mason Cox the real deal?
2: I love it. He laughs, but he calls Charlie Kerno the real deal. <laughs> <It> makes me <him laughs> sick. <laughs> Is he the real deal? Oh, they have man. a better key forward in the comp right now than Mason Cox. Oh, holy... holy, Oh, my
1: God. How's, how's that better. Callum Moore from Richmond? He's probably better. Jesus. Well, be we're, better talking Super Coach here, I, uh, we're talking nil, about Supercoach here, obviously. How the many
0: Neil Dunahoe medals do you have, Pumps?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't own a Neil Dunahoe medal because it's a Neil Dunahoe trophy. And um, like own zero yeah, of zero those. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, That's because look, I haven't been uh, fortunate enough to be graced with the opportunity. Otherwise, I would probably have about four. N- I'd win in every single big freeze match, if you ask me. But no, come on, you're not bringing in Cox, are you? Seriously? I
0: don't think he acts a it's real deal, deal, though. I don't think he You asked guys take Cox. It's a
1: real pies. Deal. Honestly, just take your pie's hat off. I'm i, I reckon the real deal. I know you idiots have blown the lid, so the lid's gone. But I honestly, hate can hate you can the lid joke? Can you put the lid back on Cox and? uh... That is, honestly, that's not a viable option. Can you give some solid advice and get rid of your bias,
0: please?
2: How's this guy not the best keeper in the comp?
1: shut up.
0: Mason Cox is the real deal, but not in Supercoach. That's
1: what he's referring to, I'm assuming. <laughs> does, does it right say that way?
2: in the question, Corey? It doesn't. Does say it say it? Okay. Yeah.
1: We're a Supercoach page
2: here, brother. Yeah, so bumper-making assumptions again.
0: <laughs> I definitely would not be getting Mason Cox in Supercoach. That was a serious question. Um, Harrison Lowe, how... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Harrison Lowe. How to humanely mainly euthanise the Supercoach side? That is a the week. <laughs> um,
1: That's a great one.
0: Michael Ryan, anyone bringing Ablett after his boy?
1: Yes, no, we we'll right. spoke about um a little bit, so I probably, probably wouldn't be pro. into. It.
0: Uh, Anthony Lanza Jones my sister came third for highest overall this round does she win anything I think it's 250 bucks
1: yeah I think it's a smaller prize yeah so um, you can you can get the Supercoach email uh, just off the website then you can just shoot them an email and just from the email that your sister signed up with obviously so good on her for, for scoring that high Um, and yeah just shoot them an email and, and just see what they've got to say but yeah, I think it's a thousand for 1, third, Yeah, two fifty
0: for third. But yeah. you can only have one side to be al- eligible to win it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you can G- only oh, have one. 10, 10, 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, our best mate, um, Marco the Ox Schwartz. Uh, Hibert <laughs> <Hibbert> really <laughs> has to go now. He has the buy, not feeling levers. Rolls strongly agree, Marco. Um, this is the
2: Aussie goalkeeper from the World Cup. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And this guy's got so it's many like- names. <laughs>
1: Slash champion, a half forward for the D's.
0: Uh, you're thinking of David <laughs> Schwartz and slash professional <laughs> golfer. So we'll just
1: we'll just stick with uh, the Ox on on the Mark Schwartz comment. Anyways, um, what's his
2: question?
0: Ah, uh, Hibbert got to go.
1: Yeah, I think that Hibbert yeah. does have to go. Yeah,
2: he's yeah. always Melbourne questions from the ex-Melbourne player, which is good. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's one that I held for a, a real long while. And well, uh, we've got another Danaher here, uh, Troy Danahur. Uh Say, so, oh, same above for Hibbert. Should I move? Uh Christensen on now for some much needed cash to finish the upgrades in my midfield. Only two to go. Uh yeah, I think Kibbert's gonna yeah, go. I think Christensen's gotta go. Christian should have been gone after he scored got K Oden scored three. Mm.
2: Minus three, minus three. Yeah,
0: minus three. Um Did yeah. you
2: have him, Corey, when they have any drafts, I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, I picked I picked him up that week. After making like five hundred <laughs> tr- trades in draft and then needing to pick up an extra forward, I picked up Christensen that week. <laughs> good draft team. (laughs) Building for the future.
2: Keeper League, bro. bro, That's all that matters. That's Keeper League. It's important.
1: You know, if it wasn't for that negative three, which we know he got, you know, Coyote, his last three scores were 93-183, so he's been scoring a while.
0: Yeah, that's why I picked him up. Then he got (laughs) 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 KO'd. Good old Keeper League. Um... Another question. JJK, is JJK a viable pick-up at this point? Only 390k with a three-round average of 96.3. I don't think you can look at that because it's extremely skewed when you drop 160. Darling out could really boost his scoring. Why can't JJK be a consistent player?
2: Because if they lose, he scores 40. You don't want 40s ever.
0: But they don't lose, they're
2: 10-1. Yeah, but they will lose. That's the thing. They play Collingwood, don't they? Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, that's so true! Yeah, don't get it because they play Collingwood. Oh,
2: man. Nah, the he's thing good. is, if they struggle, like, he doesn't score. where well, you can go and get McLean, the, who, the went the Bulldogs only, lose by 40 points, he scores... S- beats, oh.
0: Sorry, the only serious problem is he's got to kick five or six goals. To be, like, seriously this coach relevant. Yeah. He's not like Darling, where Darling was running up and down the ground, being that link-up, taking the marks, and then still delivering.
2: Or Tom oh. McDonald from Melbourne, like that thing. But they get flogged and he still gets plenty of it.
0: Probably one of my favourite questions this week, and it's going to get some huge talk next week. Um, Nathan Kaliesha, are Jack Cripps, Luke Ryan and Harris Andrews looking like the real deal or just a purple patch of form? Bumps, will start with you.
2: Crispy.
1: <laughs> what did I tell you a few weeks ago? I said he was top six in the back end of the year.
0: And Brett left. Brett, Brett left. He laughed. He didn't leave. He stayed here. And
2: Bro, I have him in draft. I've been a big advocate. I just think he's. Borderline top six. Um, and the other one is Luke
1: Ryan, who I am just personally in love with. Um, and we know we had all the uh, you know, the Liam Ryan, Luke Ryan stuff-ups at the start of the year. And, I, <laughs> and like I said, it was just an omen because after his first month, I was saying I'm considering him at 450K. I'm considering him. And you know what? Um, one... No, no, no. You
2: were considering Liam Ryan <laughs> different.
1: Ah, oh, yes. Sir. Well, potato, potato. Um, I am going to... Say that the, both of those are better than Harris Andrews in terms of super coach. Um, if I had to pick one out of the three of them, I'd be going with Crisp, uh, Ryan a very close second, uh, and then you know maybe two hundred meters, and then um, Harris Andrews.
0: I'm probably getting Crisp next week over Hurley.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah,
0: he's. Uh, and talk about yeah. talk about a purple patch of form. He was actually going to be my who in my next week, so i have to go figure out something else right now. His last, like, four games, he's had, like, 32... Or last five games, had 32-30, 32-30, and then 23 on the weekend. And 119, 112, 97,
2: 115, yeah. 110, it's yeah. 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 Balls,
0: ball's just under his arm. He's everywhere. He's coming... He's actually coming off the centre square and running through the midfield, being in a link-up and delivering inside 50... When they need to get out of defence everything is just through in his hand straight away. He's just so clear and then he goes in the guts as well. C- Crisp is he's caught my attention. Luke Ryan, you spoke about this, his effort is just second to none. Um, really puts in and he's a great ball user. And I said on the weekend, here's everything that we thought that Nathan Wilson was gonna go over there and do for free. That's what Luke Ryan's doing. And that's you know, I, I if anyone started with Luke Ryan, you've absolutely nailed it. Um, Harris Andrews, he's the big man. He's probably all Australian centre, a uh, whole Australian fullback for me right now. I think he's absolutely killing it. Um, but again, I just I over ransom McGovern. Yeah, he's go. going to
2: be what Michael Hurley is in Super Coach, but I think he'll be a oh, better. I think footballer. Harris
0: Andrews is having a better year than Alex Rance this year. Yeah,
2: yeah I think. That's
1: fair. I think people expect. Things off Alex Rance, whereas the expectation of Andrews isn't there, so his games probably get elevated a bit. Whereas Rance is just like, yeah, whatever. He's actually had a poor game by his standards, but Harris Andrews had that game, was actually probably a pretty good game. So Yeah, uh, look, I, I do agree do with like that. that all but too
2: often.
0: They'll, I think both of them will probably sn- will get into the All Australian team. I just don't think it'll be See that. See
2: what long. happens. Yeah.
0: What Harris Andrews have on the weekend? Like 20 something spoils? <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, like 16 and a half time or something stupid it's like that
0: crazy um but great question um and yeah they'll all get a big talk next week um Michael Calaminos. I have Grandi and gone do I hang on to both and accept crispy creams I have no bench cover love your work boys of course you do you got the two best players yeah. in, the, in the in the game right now
1: the two highest averaging players in the game and the bloke's like should I should I consider holding them of course you do
2: that's a fair question. Maybe if he's going for over all his trades, do you ever consider that buffer? No. Well. Shocking. Because well, that could be the, the difference. Points. You might be 100 points behind. Your opponent Who are you has are going to
1: go by this week, Brett? Nah, Who are you going to go by? And here we go. We'll go by Nick Nat bounce. and run Nick Nat for the back end of the year. And what if he's got 11
2: there? trades, full primo team? He can go get no. Nick Nat and then get Grundy back the week after. Oh, you know, no, <laughs> stupid, brother. he
1: doesn't have 11 trades, and he's not going to do that. Shut do up. you know that for a fact? I'll, i know that Let us know. Yes. Bon for
0: just right. making joining someone else's uh, wanker list. Uh, Michael, <laughs> we love you. You're a big I like fan Michael. big fan of the page. So uh <laughs> he asks a question pretty questions much
2: every back. week and they're usually pretty good. Yeah, they're always good he's questions. He's a good so. man.
0: He's a good guy. Bon's yeah. just loves the community to hate him.
1: Yeah. Cause well, a, well, you know, a good guy, just to say just a few intelligent things every now and then, Corey. It's not too much to ask, is it? Oh,
0: love your work, Michael. <laughs> uh, Justin Oris, uh Frittata the Buddy to secure around 13 wins.
2: Frittata, look at this point. Oh, I that. That's actually so good. I'm Frittata
0: running that name for the rest of the year. Frittata. Fritch we get is Frittata. Fritch. 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 Oh, no, i Fritch. that. Fritch Can is we get Frittata.
1: As a dedication, or you know, a bit of a dedication to this guy here, can we get a photo up of just uh, Fritter's face on a frittata or something, and, <laughs> you know, with the, the logo in the background, just for this boy? Because that, that's deserving of one. That's a
0: fantastic. The one. This is one hundred percent getting made this week. I don't. <laughs> there's no questions to ask. I'm getting on to it after this podcast.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be brilliant. Um, well, did we answer his question? What was the question? Frittarded
0: we a buddy to secure around thirteen win.
1: Um. Oh, For Tony, no. buddy, oh, to secure a win. Uh, you're gonna miss, buddy, though, next week, though. So, yeah, but
0: you're, gonna, you're missing, you're missing one this week anyway.
1: Yeah, if you're kind of in the eighth, I probably wouldn't do it. I if mean, you really can
0: get 18 this week by not doing it, and get 18 next week by not doing it, then I would wait until you come out of the bye rounds.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well, I just a follow up, follow up to last week or week before. Walters or Buddy, who do you like better? Buddy. I know, well, you both pick, I know you both pick Walters and you were adamant about it, but, you know, we're flipping... I did not pick Buddy. Nah, you pick I would Walters. have
1: picked Buddy because I don't like Walters and his injury, so if I had to select one, I mean, I probably would have done the whole, you know, on average, I think Walters, but I think Walters would get injured, so I'll be selecting Buddy if I had to choose one.
2: You were adamant about Walters, Bonfer?
1: Oh, shut up, you idiot. Go
2: really listen to the podcast. Is this is why he can't be in well, charge that. of
0: any football club, because the guy just permo-lies.
2: <laughs> it makes it sick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, i'm bringing that audio up i'm going to play it through the headset next thing the next time we get a chance <laughs>
0: <laughs> vice, <laughs> vice captain and captain options this week boys bombs
2: yeah
1: i've got a little i've got a little unique one i'm actually really really contemplating here going the vc on robbie gray against the dogs at adelaide Oval i think he's going to kick six 100 I'll bucks think-
2: says you don't do it <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll do it for the hundred <laughs> bucks for like, like, honestly um but i'm honestly going to look into that um, but I think if I wanted to play it a little more safer, I'd be going Fife against Carlton. Now, you think that's the good option, but can I tell you? Oh, why? if you yeah. say history, yeah, yeah. I'm going to lose yeah. it. You want me to study? Did you know Fife did not score a ton against Carlton in 2017? Did not score once. on them in 2016?
2: He had did a not
1: score, Did not score a ton on them in
2: 2015?
1: It was 19. Uh, so I would be really weary about Straight up captain in five. So I think if you want to go five against Carlton, who do give up points, which is fair, it is a VC only option. Do not put the C on him. And I would be if you go on VC on five, I'd be going straight into Tom Mitchell. I think he's as safe as you can get, Tom Mitchell. That's for mine
0: a, for this week. I think five, yep. is Tom Mitchell. Um, Jack Billings against Gold Coast, because everyone smashes Gold Coast. one. And Billings has just gone 53 last week, so I can't see him absolutely not tearing them up. He'll probably go 106 this week, I reckon. Double up his uh, 106 touches, not Supercoach, 106 touches. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double up. as
1: captain, that's a lot. And and let's not forget Buddy's uh, score of 180 or whatever it was, 175 at the start of the year, was against West Coast, uh, and he's got the Coasters again, but can't see that happening two times in one year, to be fair.
0: Um but this guy well, who just talks about history 24-7. Yeah. Can't see history repeating itself. Well, history's irrelevant you. now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, convenient. Yeah. History's irrelevant. Let me
1: tell you something about the bud. God just right. picks
0: and chooses history. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll give you what, what statistics I think are relevant. Okay, that's what you get from me. Um, I'm not touching bud. Not at the SCG. Sydney. Have uh, Sydney won a game at the SCG? Just one. I think they've won one and lost maybe three or four this year. They've been shocking at the MCG. Um, and West Coast will not allow that to be a repeat. They're a much more confident team um, now, and look, I know I'm big on history, but please, 250-plus scores against one team in the same year? I don't think so.
2: I'll tell you a stat that matters, yeah. A really important stat. In Franklin, Round one, he played West Coast Eagles, and he scored 175, so that's important. Oh, then hit him up. I've got him. He,
1: He has an absolute shocking record against um, West
2: Coast, I think. Yeah, man, that's six goals, 175
1: Supercoast points. Well, <laughs> I think it, <laughs> it eight goals. I think it might have been eight goals.
2: Eight but, goals, you know, yeah. aside from that, he is... That guy does not yeah. get a kick against West Coast. Well, I'm
1: just going to leave it there. Look, I would not be touching, buddy. Um, I'm not big on five either this week. It's a VC option only. And you know what, Bretter, just to stick it up, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to Mitchell, how's that? <laughs>
2: that's great. i mean, sabotaging your team all year. Let's <laughs> so let it keep going. <laughs>
0: of vice Captain and Captain, please.
2: Uh, I'll probably just go Buddy out of spy <laughs> into Titch because Titch is a guarantee. But yeah, you know dude, what? It's not going to matter because I'm taking Buddy's 175 VC score, <laughs> yeah. so don't worry about it. What
1: did Fife though? Know, so you mentioned five. He's worried about the stats.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. well, no. Buddy's scoring 175. Titch is scoring 150. Fife's 140. He's not going to cut it. I'm sorry.
0: That's <laughs> just <no titch. laughs> And I, I'm pretty sure I'll be five into Titch as well. I think, I think that'll be too good for... Um, the crows. Anything else to add, boys?
2: Negative. Stan listening to Bonfire. Knows nothing. Well,
1: I would like to add the fact that Britta called Tom MacDonald uh, not a top six forward last week, and I said he'd be the number one forward. And um, so I'm just wondering how that frittata slash egg on your face tastes, Britta. Tom well,
2: McDonald let's be honest. <laughs> you've got two things you are all year, and you've been gloating about both of them Jake Lloyd What's the and MacDonald. If we could go. I reckon at the end of the year, we go to a podcast. It'll be about three and a half hours of all the things Bonford got wrong. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have a thorough breakdown through all of those. And, uh, you no, know, I'll in a 24-hour podcast for <laughs> three and a half months. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Most listened to podcast ever as well. <laughs> Alright boys, thanks uh, thanks for today. As always community, um, jump on any form of social media, give us your feedback, uh, give us a like if you can on iTunes, always helps us out, um, and leave some comments. Um, on behalf of the boys myself, thanks for listening, peace out community.